You are listening to the Lucha Central Podcast Network. And now, LuchaCentral.com presents Straight Out of the Bodega with King Fat Boy Papo Esco. From the wrestling world of the podcast world, it's Straight Out of the Bodega with your host, the King Fat Boy Papo Esco. You have arrived, pulled up. Welcome to another edition of Straight Out of the Bodega. I am your master of ceremonies, the bully from the bodega, the lucha thug, the one-man lucha gang, El Rey Gordo himself, the king fat boy, Papo Esco. And did I mention it was Thursday? I probably didn't. I should have mentioned it was Thursday. But you know, it's Thursday and we're going to take you on this ride. A ride through the blocks, back alleys, and street corners of the bodega. We're going to give you everything you need. This pro wrestling and entertainment. I'm ready. I know you're ready. So take a seat, pour up your favorite drink, and let's ride. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Straight Out of the Bodega. I am your master of ceremonies, King Fat Boy Papa Wesco. And man, I just hope that everybody's doing well. I hope you're doing good because right now we're in a we're in a crazy situation. Um, by the time you hear this, you know news reports, and you know I, I listen to the news a lot, so I can only go by what the reports say. So please don't, you know, try to bite my head off if I'm wrong, but. Between nine and 10,000 lightning strikes all across California started wildfires. Um, and now we got something like 370 different fires blazing from Northern California all the way down to Southern California. Um, I'm in the Bay Area and when I walk outside, I look up and it's gray. It's gray from the smoke. I mean, I live by some mountains, the mountains are grayed out i can't even see them uh the, the sun is blotted out by the by the by the smoke um you go further north into you know the grass valley area sacramento and even like in areas in the valley like you know modesto and uh places like that there is ash you know falling from the sky you know my i talked to my one of my sisters who lives out in the valley and she was saying that she walked outside and and her car was was covered in ash like as if it was snowing and um man it's just a crazy it's a crazy time you know um i'm monitoring this closely just in case i gotta go help some family members evacuate uh you know because it's 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 getting close it's getting close to a lot of people's houses you know and and and, and a lot of evacuations are are, are gonna be uh uh, happening, you know, but but you know the California Department of Forestry and Fire Protection, you know that those people they're on the job, you know they're fully engaged, and you know they want to make sure that you guys are protected. So I, I I would hope that them along with the police, you know, sheriffs, deputies, and uh, things like that are going to do everything they can to try to make sure that everybody's protected, everybody's safe, and 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 we get out of this, you know, at least uh, you know alive, if anything, right? Um, you know, I know it's kind of far-fetched for me to say because I live in a, a city and, uh, you know, all I got to deal with is this smoke. But for those people that live up in the valleys and they live up in rural areas, you know, they're really, uh, 
in a dangerous situation and it's just crazy you know a couple days before you know over the weekend you know even was was crazy because you know that thunderstorm that rolled through the bay area was insane now again for me you know being from my house you know looking at it the 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 heavy rain the spotty heavy rain was crazy enough but the lightning you know just the constant lightning that was lighting up the sky like it was daytime and then the thunder you know the thunder was shaking my my spot like uh like there was an earthquake you know so it, it kept it kept me up kept my family up most of the night just because it was weird you know so a lot of weird stuff going on in 2020 man that and the pandemic and just all this craziness is uh, i don't know what to say man everybody need to fall to their knees and pray or something you know uh, uh just send the positive vibes towards towards california or whatever so yeah if you're listening send, send positive vibes towards california i know everybody's going through it all across the nation i know everybody's going through it all across the world but if you if you want to send a special uh shout out of, of some positivity and positive vibes to california we we would appreciate it because it definitely looks like we going through it out here but that's all i gotta say about that yeah, so anyway, on this week's episode, we're going to switch things up just a little bit. Uh, for the last couple of weeks, I've been talking with you all, if you've been listening, about how I'm back at it. I'm back training. I'm back in the ring. I'm working my ass off at Pro Wrestling Revolution Training Academy in San Jose, California. You know, getting my in-ring cardio back up, working on my muscle memory, my footwork, taking the rolls, taking the bumps, just getting back at it, getting back right. I need to get back in this game, man. You know, I got shit to do, but that's another story for another episode. We'll talk about that later. But as far as the training is concerned, you know, I am back at it and I'm not the only one. The academy has a lot of students and they're back at it as well. Uh, training week to week. You know, we have solo gym sessions that are scheduled throughout the entire week. And I've said it before and I'll say it again. Kudos to Gabe and Shannon. They are taking this pandemic serious as a heart attack, man. They are not cutting any corners and they're doing everything the right way. They have been approved by our county to open back up for business. They are abiding by all the rules and regulations that are set forth by our county uh, for this pandemic. And just walking in and looking at all the safety measures that they're taking to ensure that when we enter, exit, and work inside the building it is you know just a safe safe environment and, and i i truly believe that they are holding and and treating their people in the highest regard when it comes to the safety and the health and their well-being and i, and I applaud that um and that's really what i want to talk about so on today's show i'm going to bring two students in from Pro Wrestling Revolution Training Academy. And these two students um, are unique in, in that they were just getting their feet wet before we got shut down in terms of in-ring work. I mean, um, one was probably about four or five matches in uh, to, to being uh, on their journey of, of a professional wrestler. And, and the other was just maybe two or three behind and just, you know, getting their feet wet as, as well. Um, so we have today on the show uh, Pro Wrestling Revolution homegrown talent, Luchadors, uh, Carisma, and El Gavilan. Uh, we're going to have them on 
and we're going to talk shop about training. We're going to talk shop about a lot of things. And I really hope you enjoy it. You know, this isn't the normal, you know, interview that we've been doing with recognizable names and such. Uh, this is like, kind of like a, a home, down home, homegrown type of local, uh, you know, interview and, and just like dialogue. And, and I think it's relevant, you know, and I think it's just as important as any, you know, recognizable name that you would see on tv or whatever that's coming to talk about their story man i really believe that and i hope that you enjoy this and i hope that you really listen to the conversation so we're going to get into that in a minute but before we do you know we always got to go to the golden voice right the first lady of the lucha central podcast network our friend denise salcedo and lucha central central Hey everyone, it's Denise Salcedo here in Lucha Central Central with a reminder of where and when to catch all of the great network content this week. Monday, Business of the Business returns as Master Public President Kevin Kleinrock welcomes artist Jesse Hernandez, better known to many as Urban Aztec, to the show. The two will talk about both sides of Jesse's works in the licensing game, creating original designs for prints, toys, and apparel, and working with everyone from Bay Area sports teams and Marvel to Master Public and the WWE, merging his signature style with some of the biggest properties on the planet. On Tuesday on Mass Mats and Mayhem, the crew takes aim at an AEW star they are throwing up on the wall of shame for what they say is stealing from a former Lucha Underground star. Then they even take aim at Lucha Underground itself, calling Season 1, Episode 15, trash, and debate the Hano's use of the TV series, plus lots more. Check out the premiere video stream Tuesday at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern, on the Lucha Central YouTube channel and at luchacentral.com. Then listen to it on your favorite podcast platform every Wednesday. This Tuesday night, live on WrestleBossLive.com, Fabi Chulo is back to talk pro wrestling and MMA. Coming off a huge victory at the Fight to Win Grappling Tournament, John Thomas joins the show to talk about how wrestling has helped his jiu-jitsu game. And then, luchador Steve Payne will join the show to talk about his experiences in SoCal, AAA, Lucha Underground, and more. Visit WrestleBossLive.com Tuesday nights at 7 p.m. Pacific to listen live or call in with questions or download the show on podcast platforms on Wednesdays. Wednesday nights live on Facebook, it's Spanish show La Mesa de los Margaros, giving you both the news and the chisme from around the lucha world. Special guests and a whole lot of fun make it one of the most talked about shows in Mexico. This week, things get a little extreme as Lunatics Extreme grabs a seat at the table and the crew talk Lucha Extrema in Mexico. Plus, you never know who else may stop by unannounced. Thursdays, it's straight out of the bodega with Papo Esco and PWR promoter Gabriel Ramirez. This week, two of the PWR Training Academy's top prospects, Charisma and Gavilan, pull up to the spot to talk about learning the Lucha Libre style, how the pandemic has led to distance learning even for pro wrestlers, and getting things back and running at the academy. The life of a Lucha Libre trainee is not often explored and even I'm really looking forward to this one. On Friday, it's your double dose of Lucha Central Weekly podcast, one in English y el otro en español. Lucha Central Weekly is where you'll find all the top stories of the week, both inside and out of the ring from Mexico and 
anywhere luchadores are in action across the globe. This week, both shows update you on the upcoming CMLL iPay-Per-View and their big annual Aniversario event, along with a look at this coming weekend's WWE NXT TakeOver and SummerSlam events, which includes the in-ring debut of El Príncipe Misterio, Dominic. Plus, on Lucha Central Weekly in English, AAA Superestrella Mr. Iguana gives his first English interview. Be sure to subscribe and follow all your favorite Lucha Central Network series on your favorite podcast platforms. And please be sure to give a rating and review to help more fans find the shows that you love. For now, this is Denise Salcedo signing off from Lucha Central Central. Have a great week, everyone. Ever had a dream of becoming a pro wrestler? Or maybe your dream is becoming a pro wrestling manager, referee, ring announcer, or commentator. If you're ready to turn your dream into reality, then Pro Wrestling Revolution Training Academy is for you. Northern California's premier pro wrestling training academy. Pro Wrestling Revolution Training Academy is located in San Jose, California, and with over 24 years of experience, we specialize in all areas. From Lucha Libre, American Style, Ring Psychology, Industry Etiquette, and much more. You'll be welcomed into a family environment where our head trainer, Hall of Famer, the Brown Bomber, Robert Thompson, and our training staff will start you on your journey and fully prepare you to get in the ring and make your dream a reality. Past trainees include AEW's Jungle Boy, UFC World Champion and WWE star, Kane Velasquez, the King Fat Boy, Papo Esco, and many more. Be the next star. Contact Pro Wrestling Revolution Academy now. Call 408-728-8318. Visit our Facebook page or go to prowrestling-revolution.com slash training and make your dream a reality. Oh, it's Thursday. It's Thursday. Welcome to another edition of Straight Out of the Bodega. I am your master of ceremonies, King Fat Boy Papa Wesco. And you know what? For the last two weeks, yep, there it is. The roar of the crowd. Look at that. For the last two weeks, I've been talking to you guys about how I've been back in, in the gym. You know, we're, we're back training. I mean, there are solo sessions. And again, I said this past week, kudos to Pro Wrestling Revolution Training Academy for the the awesome way that they're handling the COVID-19 pandemic and the cleanliness and just the way that it's being done. Um, you know, so I, I wanted to bring on, like I said last week, a couple of students. And before I do that, I have my co-host, owner and operator of Pro Wrestling Revolution, owner and operator of Pro Wrestling Revolution Training Academy, owner and operator of Lucha-Mass.com, Gabriel Ramirez on the line. What's going on, brother? Oh, my God. What's up, brother? I just want to let you know that I don't appreciate working under these conditions. (laughs) Right? It's hot as fuck. Bro. I got in my car to go deliver these masks for lucha-mask.com. And nope. I hope you guys appreciate this shit. It was 116 in my car. Oh, my God. And, oh, my and God. And I was like, you know what? Should I just leave these fucking masks? You know what I mean? I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Forget 16. <laughs> Damn. Oh, man. It's been hot these last couple of days, oh, man. I mean, dude. It, but isn't it always like in, in, in California, it's kind of always like that around the August, you know, mid to late August. Uh, September. What do they call that? Uh, uh, I'm, I, well, we're in a sensitive world right now, so I shouldn't say it, but I'll say it anyway. An Indian summer? Is that what they call oh, it? Oh, come on, right? dude. This, 
Please remember that all complaints or racial slurs or comments directed yeah. at popoesco.com yeah. um, yeah. and they don't reflect <laughs> me myself. The view, the, the, the opinions yeah, of you, no uh, the way. King Fat Boy it's a low oh my gosh well today i wanted to have that discussion going back to what i was talking about you know i wanted to bring a couple of students on the line and just talk about you know wait wait the, the, the train whose students did you find well a couple of your students okay bro because if you find somebody else bro we would have had some fucking <laughs> we would have had the shortest <laughs> podcast ever <laughs> But then again, we're, it would have been kind of fun, right? So it would have been fun. It would. It might have been a little bit more fun than what we're than the fun we're gonna have right now. But I mean, uh, we'll, we'll that we'll leave that for another another episode. Um, on, on the show today, uh, we have two students from Pro Wrestling Revolution Training Academy. They are just getting their feet wet now. Uh, well, before the shutdown, with actually making professional debuts and working a lot of the uh, shows that Pro Wrestling Revolution has throughout the year. I'm talking about uh, Miss Charisma and El Gavilan. Hey. How are you guys doing? Hello, hello. How's it going? What's up, everybody? Hey, welcome to the show. I think, uh, bro, if we, gonna- if Gavilan's like fucking Cholo and we can't hear him and his fucking prepaid card goes out. Then Yastu will no more freaking uh, <laughs> yep. no more bilingual guys on here, bro. Because they never <laughs> seem to have their prepaid cellmen is covered. <laughs> it's a Latino well, hey, problem, long- bro. No it mind, should be a problem. Just, man. Good, good, I, I actually good. had someone today. Uh, Papo had someone hit me up today and said, "Oh man, I'm listening to all your podcasts. I'm binging today." I'm like, "Oh, awesome!" And then they they'd go, "Oh, that one with so and so was great. Oh, that one was interesting." And then you get. What was up with Cholo's phone? <laughs> right? And I was like, I don't know, man. I, I, they only knew. They, only, they actually asked me, was it really prepaid? I go, I don't know. But all I know is that he was walking somewhere, and I think his phone just died. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If they only knew. Right? Yeah, Peaches yeah. Cholo's. They really asked if it was prepaid. <laughs> shout, out, shout out to little Cholo. He's still a good guy in my book. I, I love I don't him. think he paid his AOL this month, so he can't. <laughs> <laughs> he won't be able to hear this, uh, this podcast. <laughs> so, guys, I wanted to talk about training. I, I got the last two weeks I've been talking about training, you know, I I was on location the first week I talked about it in the gym while I was doing, you know, I just finished a workout and, and I I think, you know, it's relevant to talk about because we've been shut down since what mid March, early March, when we got the news that we weren't going to be able to come back for a little while. March 7th when we shut down. And, and the, the, the beauty of it, guys, is that even though we were shut down physically, you know, from the gym, we, we were still doing our uh, online training. And, and, you know, that that was, in my opinion, so valuable because I think we all learned a valuable lesson on a, on a lot of different topics that pertain to wrestling that you really wouldn't learn spending time inside the ring rolling around. Right. Oh, yeah. But we're back. So I, I just I kind of want to talk to you guys about first. You know, uh, when you started training, uh, how rigorous was the training for you guys uh, leading up to your debuts? And, and, and I want to talk about the shutdown, most of all, and just what 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 the benefit was, the pros and cons of, of, of this whole thing. So, uh, Charisma, 
<laughs> I almost said your real name. Keep <laughs> 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 brother. I'm fucking up left and right, Gabe. I'm, I'm messing up left and right, dude. Man, just don't call her a wizard or an Indian, and you'll be good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, charisma. When I, I can't remember. I remember your I remember your first week, but I can't remember exactly what when that was. What What did you start? So I started in May of 2017. And okay, and then. I hit Gabe and Shannon up on, uh, I think, on the website, and then they hit me up via Facebook, and they just happened to be having a student showcase that weekend, that next weekend. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's right. Was that the one I almost hit uh, Rob in the head with the with the chair? Was, was it that one? <laughs> um, it was one of our biggest ones, and I remember... Uh, I think you attacked Aquaman or something and threw him in the ring or something like that. You slapped That was the day. You slapped the snot out of Chamuk. Oh Yes I did. That was that was a glorious man, day. Yeah. Yeah. And the poor look on his face too after you slapped <laughs> him, man. That poor uh, and then Gabilan, when when did you when did you get started? Um, um I believe it was around November of 2018 okay okay so basically you know you guys just you know you're just getting your feet wet doing the training you know i i know my opinion on the type of training that pro wrestling revolution training academy um produces you know i'm i, I might be biased <laughs> but you know whatever i, I want to get an idea you know from each of you on, on what what the training regimen was for you guys get getting started and just like how rigorous it was how it benefited you to get where you're at right now um we'll start with you charisma and uh then we'll go to you gavilan well uh so i started out in class with uh robert thompson and Gabe brown bomber brown bomber and Honestly, I I loved sports my whole life, so I was really excited and enthusiastic to get in and try something new. Uh, but it proved to have a lot more mental blocks than I expected going into it. Um, you know, even just as simple as you know taking a snap. It's and Gabe said it to me perfectly when I first started that, you know, our, our brains are not trained to let ourselves fall. Right. And it's, so there's just a complete rewiring that has to happen when you start this kind of training and you have to get past a lot of mental blocks. And it took me, I mean, no mind me, I'm still getting past them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. 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 Uh, yes. Um, and you know what? But before I go any further, I gotta say, shout out to the Brown Bomber Robert Thompson. Oh, I, oh God. I, 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 I wasn't trained by Rob. That's so right. every single time, every single time I talk to somebody about training, especially you know us, our students, I, I always skip him, and I apologize. So well, shout out to the I, Brown I, Bomber I, Robert hey, Thompson. The, the only reason you have a leg up on everybody else in the academy is because I trained it's, you. That's that's exactly right. <laughs> Well. Hey, when when you want when when you want to get the best bang for your buck, you go directly to the source right. and you yeah. cut out all middle options. I got you, but I still love Rob though. So um, I just want to say that. Go go ahead, go ahead. So keep going. No, I just and and it you know I 
I have so much credit to give to Rob, of course, to Gabe, and, and I had a, a couple other trainers pretty early on. Um, Arcadi was a trainer of mine right at the beginning. He was teaching really? beginner class. Yeah, he was still the beginner oh, trainer back then. Wow. How um, aggressive was Arcadi? Because uh, I trained Arcadi as well. Um, he had, he was trained uh, prior than Robert trained him, refresher and beginners. But I pretty much took over when he first came to me for semi-pro. And I, I got a couple feedback that they thought I was softer um, <laughs> than Arcadi because they said Arcadi was pretty rough. So how was that? I, I don't remember him being so rough. I I remember him definitely not being one to give in. And, like, if I – there wasn't that – there wasn't the option, like, you know, no, I'm going to pass on this one. He would find a way to, you know, make you try whatever we were doing to some degree. And he, he was actually really big – on helping me get through some of those early mental blocks of, you know, don't, you know, let, let yourself fall, you know, don't put your hands down, don't block your bumps. Um, he, he was a big help with that, but he, and that was because he didn't, you really didn't have the option to say, no, no. thanks, I'll pass. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> well, the reason we had Arcadi, I'm from remember Papo, that's about the time when the Academy had about 48 students. Oh yeah, and we had we. I I remember at one point it was, it was Jody Christopherson was training along with Rick. They were coaching a, a squad, and then Arcadi was doing another one. You yeah. were doing one. Yeah. Rob was Rob, doing. Man, we had yeah. like four or five different yeah. you know, rotating classes going on with four or five different. Yeah, and and, and you know, and we fun. always know how that goes, especially in schools. I mean, I mean, I've I've been doing uh, ours since two thousand nine over in different locations but i was also part of the apw boot camp i was never any kind of trainer whatsoever by any by any sort of the imagination but i i did see fluctuations of students and i mean we've talked about another podcast um during the beyond the mat there was there had to be almost 100 students you know that, wow. that, that came in at one point uh, and that was beyond the mat you know this is different eras there weren't, there weren't so many schools there weren't so many fly-by-nights but to have what we had close to 50 that was pretty crazy and i remember like oh yeah. my god we like you know i remember having my semi-pro and i was like dude i don't have no room in the ring <laughs> you know true. i was like oh my god like i go rob i go what about you he goes bro i have two classes one on the floor and one in the mm -hmm. ring yeah that's exactly right. You know, and so we were running classes almost every night. Yeah. And every we, night. We had a we had class on Saturdays. Um we had two sets. We had uh Robert had one set of beginners and then advanced beginners are crossed over in time and then the advanced beginners were crossed over to the semi pro class. And so we had three classes on Saturdays. Um and then we had Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday. The only day we had free was Friday. Mm-hmm. Well, no. Because that, even yeah. the semi-pro guys would come in on Sundays a yeah, lot of times. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, a lot of times we would double up. Yeah. Well, hey, Gavilan, you know, I want to I want to touch on on your your start as well. Um, you started with Rob initially as well, right? Yeah. Well, actually, my first class was with you, which is very interesting. <laughs> you were the first the first guy I ever saw as a quote unquote trainer because you gave me my first class. What the hell were you? No what, what were you I have doing no there as a trainer? What the hell? 
<laughs> I have no recollection of that. Katrina at that time, I think, requested a day off or something. So Papa oh, no, 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 no. I don't give days off. Alive. What the fuck? Right? Wait, this is a problem with Robert. Robert Thompson, if you're listening. <laughs> no, it was a Wednesday. It was a Wednesday night. Oh, uh, they know what it was. It was Rick yeah. Luxury. It was Rick Luxury. Yeah, he Rick couldn't was, find his way. Rick, Rick called in sick like three months out of the four he was with us. <laughs> and I think well, what happened out of those three months, he was in the wrong building. So I don't even know if he was even there or not. So he's probably next door wondering where we were. Well, yeah, so, so I, I wasn't your trainer, Gavilon. I, I was a standing. Well, standing, all right? You were there in my first class. And then it was mostly Rob and, and then Rick for a quite some time and then was when I got transitioned directly to semi-pro because the advanced beginner class got you you were one of the ones that that escalated quick right uh, Gabe would, would you interject here Gavilan was one of the ones that, that escalated pretty quick into the semi-pro no it's because uh, he was bye. bilingual I was going to ask a question before I uh, a segue to that so how many people in each of your guys' classes individually are still left from your training? Oh, that's a great question. It's a great question. Uh, I believe from the class I was in, I am the last one left. Really? Can you name yeah. everyone that dropped out? Uh, oh, God. Oof. Um, I remember Richard came in with me okay. like two days after. Uh, Emily came like a week after. Uh... Ulysses was there. Michael. All of a sudden. Uh, Michael who? Uh, Michael Lopez. Oh, that's right. Mm. Shout out to Michael, who uh, recently just recuperated from uh, COVID-19. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. I, I spoke to him about two weeks ago, and he said he was, uh, said it was uh, hit him hard. He said for two weeks. He said the first three, four days were just really bad of just uh, – throwing up and and uh i think he says a little bit of a fever and headache he said after that was just you know keeping it low and now he's back to i don't want to say normal but he's back to um living regular life going back to work doing his thing so uh shout out to michael man i'm so proud that you still uh keep your head up man and uh we're still here for you Keep it safe, brother. Yeah, I'm happy. I, I didn't know that he had contracted that. I'm, I'm happy that he was able to pull. Well, he didn't get a contract. He contacted it. So just, just you know, <laughs> he gave. <laughs> no, he's, you guys are putting emphasis over the wrong letter. It's contracted. All I know is he didn't get a contract. All I say he he got he got it. That's all I'm saying. Uh, tomato, tomato. Goddamn it, tomato, tomato. Don't worry, Papo. I'm with you. <laughs> Hashtag I'm with Papa. So guys, one of the one of the one of the things that I I don't know I struggled with for a little bit in the beginning, and, and Gabe can correct me if I'm wrong, but you know there's a lot of muscle memory and coordination that goes along with it, man. How soon before you guys picked up, you know, all that muscle memory and that footwork coordination, you know, um, because I mean shit. I don't know. I talk to a lot of people and a lot of people seem to think that this is easy like oh, no. gabe always tells us if, if it was easy then anyone can do it but i really feel like there's a misconception of the training aspect of it people think that it's just easy but it's not it's it's rigorous right. it's, it's stressful it's, oh, it's hard absolutely. sometimes you want to quit right so what what type of of you know situations were you placed in while training that made you believe that maybe you, this wasn't for you you know i <laughs> 
I I'm still getting the whole muscle memory thing to be honest. Three and you know three years later, um, there it, it's really, you know, like like I mentioned earlier, like your brain is just trained not to allow your body to do certain things, and even when you make a you know strong mental effort to try to make your body do one thing it just it's not natural like i mean that's probably the best way to one of the best ways to describe what we do is you know this is not natural to make our bodies do what we do um so i would still say i'm getting a lot of you know my muscle memory but it's just persistence and and you you really have to love it to keep coming back and put your body through what we put our bodies through and and that's what separates us from like i've heard so many times the people that just want to do this as a hobby um or this is just a class you know you 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 have to be willing to push your body through some nasty stuff (laughs) and that's that's what separates the ones who have a passion for it for the ones that don't that's right no now, what about you, Gavilan? I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't want to take anything away from, from, from you, Charisma, because you know, you, you, I've seen you get rocked and chopped and clotheslined, and you, you were in there, you know, bumping around with the best of them. But for us guys, it's a little bit, it's just a little bit rougher. Mm-hmm. And it's a little bit more aggressive when it comes to, you know, uh, the training. Gavilan, going, going into it, you know, what, what was it like for you personally, mentally? to have to go through this physical strain and just learning how to bump around and throw yourself on the floor and, you know, just, just deal with the physical interaction of, of, of training, you know, were there times where you felt like you couldn't do it? Oh yeah. A lot of times, but honestly it was mostly like the first week and a half because, you know, this has been my dream since I can remember. Uh, I've always said since I was a kid that I wanted to be a wrestler and when he presented the opportunity, I tried to pursue it. So the first week I went in, I said, yes, I'm going to do it. And then I took the first oh. nap. And holy crap. <laughs> it hurt. <laughs> like, at the next day, I couldn't even move. <laughs> Everything hurt. And I'm like, holy. Like, I don't know if I can do it. But I say, you know what? This is my dream. And, and, I, and I want it to why not get for you know resist a little pain to do it so other than that honestly uh i just say you know what it, it is what it is and i'm willing to take the pain i'm willing to take the beatings there you know easy what beatings whoa, did you get beatings what yeah beatings? Whoa. wait what no your mom might have beat your ass but who who beat you <laughs> over here at the academy I With the beatings. Wait we are a, a respectful outfit, Wait sir. Wait a minute. Beatings. <laughs> Dude, forward roll. Oh, the beating, Mom. You didn't you didn't do the forward roll right. Power yeah. bombs for everybody. Right. <laughs> no, the re- the reason why the, the reason why I wanted to ask that question, because there is a method to my madness here, is you know, we go through a lot of grueling things in terms of the bumps, in terms of the, the muscle memory, the footwork, and just learning all the coordination. And then we get into semi-pro. Then we start learning about body control and just knowing your own body and knowing how to make your body work with the next body so that you can gel and do these sequences and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. We got shut down. 
<laughs> March came and COVID-19 hit us hard and we got shut down. So everything that we've worked hard for to build our bodies to stopped. Mm-hmm. How, how did that make you guys feel? Well, you know, it was really, it, it was quite a shakeup at first because, I mean, for everybody, you know, our lives were turned upside down. You know, everything that was once normal seems like, you know, it was gone and not coming back for a long time, yeah. um, which is true. Uh, but it really made... Personally, I tried to use it as a growth opportunity and think in terms of, like, we could be coming back at any time. Who knows? Like, this, we could find out tomorrow that... We were hoping. We were hoping. A lot of us were hoping. Uh, I still am. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, for sure. Um, You know, we, some of us were hoping, like, hey, we could come back, we could hear tomorrow that gyms can open up again and we're good to go. And... It may be six months from now. Who knows? But I, I tried to use the time as a growth opportunity and really try to get my body in and keep my body in good shape, work on my diet, work on my mental health, um, because in order to do this, your mind has to be in the right place. I, I know firsthand that when your mind is not in the right place, bad things happen <laughs> in that ring. And, um, and so I was just, I really tried to look at it on the bright side and use it as a time to stay productive and be ready to come back whenever we were ready. Now, Gavilan, you know, you, uh, more so than, than charisma, um, were just starting out on a professional debut. You know, you, you had, you had debuted on uh, a big show and and then you just start getting your reps in all the you know festivals that that pro wrestling revolution has during during the year all the big shows that that we have during the year you were pretty much on every single one of them applying your trade and just kind of getting yourself comfortable with being in the ring and then it just stopped man you know um how, how did that make you feel um just knowing that we weren't going to be able to get back in the ring for a while and who knows when we would. Honestly, in my case, it, I feel pretty lost. I'm not going to lie. I felt like the only consistent thing that I had in my life that, you know, keep the stress away and keep like, yeah. As soon as I get into the room, in between the ropes, yeah. you know, I'm completely somebody else. Yes, and absolutely. As soon as, you know, COVID took that away from all of us, I was like, well, damn, now. Now what? Now what? Yeah. Exactly. Uh, so the first couple weeks were a little rough where, you know, I just hide in my room and didn't come out to do anything. Wow. Uh, and then, you know, as the week went by, I was like, well, uh, I was in probably the best shape since I started training. And I said, you know what, then I gotta 
start working on my body, then maybe I am starting to be productive. See, there we go again with these freaking Latinos, and they came in here. Here we go. What, <laughs> get your voice. What? The, get your voice closer did, to the did, mic. Did, what, oh, what are you doing? What are you like? Cry, are you crossing the border right now? You're trying to hide from somebody? <laughs> no. You're like <laughs> the views and ex the views and expressions of Gabriel Romero's. No, my She's <laughs> like, she's like, yeah, man. I was in my room. I wasn't. What? <laughs> <laughs> he went back into his room. Yeah, yeah. I went back in my room. <laughs> he went back in his room. I <laughs> can't hear him. Yeah, but you know, hey, Gabe, I will say this, man. You know, uh, a lot of us felt like that. You know, going in, you know, the 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 sadness and, and the the lost feeling and I feel like you were able to kind of combat that for us by doing the long distance training during the time that we were gone. I mean, you did give Absolutely. us um you did give us in another way and and honestly those teachings are are valuable man. I mean, uh, why don't you give us an idea of you know, tell the listeners what what you did, like how how you came up with it real quick and and what you did to, to give us an alternative to being in the ring and actually, uh, uh, you know, working out that way. Um, I mean, I think I share similar feelings that, uh, I almost said his real name too, that uh, <laughs> Gavilan has because um, when I had to have the uh, internal, you know, chat with everyone to announce to you guys that we had to shut down, I don't know if you guys were still remember, but I, mm -hmm. I couldn't help but cry oh, because yeah. that's, that's, you know, I mean, uh, you know, our nine to five is to pay the bills and our nine time job is to build our empires. Right. And, and that's what I've been doing since I can remember. And I've never been in a position where I had to close and I've come to situations where I've been close where I don't know if I'm going to pay the bills or how I'm going to keep the doors open but never been forced to shut doors down without having any way to find a solution, you know? And when I had to shut it down, it was rough because I felt that we had hit a very good stride, you know, guys like Gavilan who started to lose some of the weight. It was clicking, mm -hmm. you know, it was clicking for him you know, uh, Charisma just finished making her debut in February um, in San Jose. Packed freaking yep. house. You know what I mean? Um, uh, Viento had just won uh, the title. You know? Um, open weight belt. The yep. Open weight belt. You know what I mean? So he had come into his own. Um, you know, I was about to call him K2, but uh, <laughs> uh, Diablo Azteca who came to us, you know, as a wanderer gypsy of training schools around the Bay Area, finally came to us, settled down, and finally got a niche going. Like, mm -hmm. you know, we were starting to gel completely, you know, and we had just brought up some new people into semi-pro. You know, uh, we had Vandolo Jr., who, you know, was just racing through training. I mean... We were in a really good spot, and we opened the year out with almost 1,500 people in San Jose. I mean, right now, we can't be in a room with more than three, four people at a time. We yeah, have to be six feet facts. apart. And we were in, in, in San Jose, 1,500, and we they were on top of each other, and, you know, there was packed house, man. Yeah. You know, and 
never, never, never. I don't think anyone can saw you know could say they saw this coming. I don't care who you are. Maybe you saw something coming, but not this magnitude. So we shut down, right? And I remember the moment we shut down. I saw a lot of the other schools shutting down as well. But for me, I was like, okay, we will. You know, it's only going to be for a couple of weeks. You know what I mean? You know, we'll we'll be good. You know, we'll be good for a couple of weeks, and then ended up being three weeks. And so then I was like, wait, you know what I mean? It's like, wait, what, what's going to happen here? You know what I mean? And so I remember um, going into that third week, we were, gonna, we were non-operational, is I was listening to something from Mark Cuban about reinventing ourselves. And Mark Cuban, you know, this is a this is Shark Tank. This is a guy, you know, uh, who has millions upon millions of dollars. But he's more than just a you know a, a basketball team owner. He's a he's a rags to riches per se. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he he's self he's a self made you know uh, millionaire and what he is now. And so I was listening, you know, like I, I I had to figure something out, you know. And I was desperate. And what was the worst thing I could do? I'm I'm home. I can't go nowhere. So I listen. I listened to him, and, and there was people asking. I mean, look, man, you know, it's like I cut hair. You know, I can't cut hair. I'm shut down. What am I going to do? And he says, Well, what else do you do? And they're like, What do you mean? He said, Well, what else can you do besides cut hair? Do you have any other skills? You know, are do, are you do you are you a pretty good home chef? He's oh, you know, do you do arts and crafts? Like, what else do you do? You know, he goes, You guys are going to have to reinvent yourselves, man. He goes, if you're going to sit there and cry about how you can't do one thing, you're going to be crying for a long time. Yep. And I was like, well, shit, you know? And so then that's when um, uh, when they started bringing up uh, uh, distant learning, you know, started coming up. And I was like, distant learning? And so then I started looking into that, and I was like, well, how does this work? And so I started looking in and seeing what they were doing and what options, and I was like, well, dude, this is something that I can totally do with our students, but it's something that we've talked about doing, but just we we aren't able to get to it because, you know, who's fooling who? The majority of the stuff that we do, it takes place in a two, two and a half hour time slot twice a week, you know, mm-hmm. and to ask someone to do it more than twice a week. Now you're asking him to go three, four times a week, and now you got burnout because people have jobs and life. And so, you know, I was like, well, what can we do? And I was like, you know what? I think I can put some together. So I put some together, you know, which, you know, the curriculum you guys have now, but I put some together and I pitched it, you know, to, to Shannon. I said, hey, you know, what does this sound like? And she's like, whoa, she's a. Could you do it? I was like, oh, easy. I mean, I, I, why can't I? And so then I, I, I called uh, Robert and I said, Robert, what do you think? And Robert goes, well, the kids go for it. What do you mean go for it? Like, you know, this is still learning. And we've, yeah. we've always told you guys, you know, um, there's learning inside and outside the ring. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. I mean? right. And we've been very guilty at times where we maybe have lacked teaching you the, the, um, the outside of the ring just because – you know, when we're when we have forty eight students and we have forty four shows in one year, I'm not gonna lie. A lot of things do slip through the crack, you know, and that's one of them. 
So there's a lot of things that we were going to do. And I started seeing a lot of schools in Southern California just literally just shut and shop, you know, saying we're done, we're done, you know, all over. Like, oh, we're done, we're closed and this and that. And I was like, nah, man, I said, there's no way. And so I came up with it. So we all started doing distant learning and we work on psychology. We work on mat structure, the setting of a match. Um, type of matches you have in different locations for different types of fans, for different type of scenarios. Uh, we've done promo class. We've done interview class. We've done how to do a skit, how to write a skit, how to film a skit. We've done social media class. I've brought in guest trainers for you guys. I even brought in a, a social media guru to show yeah. you guys yeah. how to do your social media. How to do hashtags? What what's a hashtag? Why to do it? How to boost ads? How to you know how to generate sales? I mean, we did. I've done just about everything I possibly can. That hoping that when the day comes back, um, that we get back in the ring, that everything that you guys are, are, are sinking in now is going to is going to work now it's going to be applied yeah well some people say you know uh you've been doing it for how long and then i get tired of it well well, think about this way if if you're learning the in-ring portion and it takes up to two years to finally hit that debut per se why would you be done on the outside the ring in four or five months it's impossible it's impossible because I mean, you know, uh, not speaking out of line and, and, and taking no no shots anybody, but we're we're into month five of our, of our online academy, and we're still having issues when some things that you know, for me, I'm like, oh, I, I taught you guys that four months ago. Oh, I forgot. You know what I mean? <laughs> and and it's normal because you know, there's times. You know, um, like you're saying with muscle memory, where uh, a high school boy, you know, actually, you know what? Not the high school boy. I think the Beal is probably one of the bumps that people always end up screwing up. Like, it just, I've seen so many people just not be able to do a Beal or a right, a right or left handed roll, shoulder roll. Right. And it, they get stuck and they don't remember. And it's like, and your brain just, starts playing these games with you where you know people go bonkers you know so all i tried to do for for everyone involved was keep the ball rolling the show must go on and you know mark cuban you know uh it's what he does he inspires people he's a motivator i've always considered myself a motivator and i need someone to motivate me and it worked and you know and here we are with online you know the whole reason we have this podcast is Who's who's eating their mic? Is that you, Gavilan? Or, or no, no, not us. That's the host of the show. Oh, that must be no. that must be Mr. Papo Esco, man. Just the chips. Sorry. Oh my. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't know. I, I heard I heard a little bit too. I don't know. I don't know if, if someone has a fan. Oh, you Papa, you have your fan on. That's why. It's super hot, oh, man. Fat people. I swear to God, we got to have fans on. Yeah, we got to have fans on all the time. Man. But hey, Gabe, I wanted to touch on something that you said. Well, because, before we go to that know, point, the whole reason why we have this podcast is me pushing Popo to leave his yeah. comfort zone. Yeah, that is correct. That is correct. 
And uh, I'm glad you did because, I mean, I kind of took a liking to it. You know, I mean, I'll be honest with you, and this is something I'm going to have to struggle with when we do get back to it. I have a lot of my own personal agendas when oh, it comes no, to bro. wrestling. When, come back, so when I'm wrestling not sure. comes back, sorry, Mass Republic, Kevin Kleinrock, all of Yeah, you. for sure, this right? We got shit to do. Sold. Yeah, we got <laughs> shit to do. Right, right, right. But in the meantime, one of the things I wanted to ask, I uh, wanted to tell you, Gabe, and, and I – I don't know if you've ever heard me say this before, but but it's something that I want you you to understand if you don't already. And I know you probably do, but dude, you like as a trainer, you go out of your way to make sure that everyone gets the same opportunity. Am I do? Am, am I right, guys? No, you absolutely. Know, absolutely. He, he, you you go out of your way to make sure everyone gets the same opportunities and gets the same amount of training, gets the same amount of time. But but the thing of it is, is dude, you can only lead a horse to water. It's, it's up to the horse. It's up to the horse to drink that water. I love right? that expression. So you know how many water. times? You know how many times I've tried to stick that freaking horse's water into this. Drink, drink, shove it down. And that's, drink. That's, really, that's really, that's really. I've I've seen you kind of, you know. I know sometimes you tell me you don't, but I see it. You know, you 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 kind of beat yourself up over some of these some of these kids that just don't get it. But They're I, like, oh, I, I can't forgot. help it or, though because or, I I take right. every student, but as a personal blow if they don't continue. Right. But but my thing is is that you can give us all the tools, but it's up to us to use those tools. And well, if we don't use those tools, that's not your fault. I always told you guys, so, I will give you the hammer and the nail, and whatever right. you build is up to you. Mm-hmm. Right. So, I mean, dude, and just just what you did for us in terms of, of, of the uh, – of the long distance training. I mean, dude, like you not only, there's a couple of things that you didn't even touch on. You brought in people that would talk to us about fitness and weight training. Yes. You know, this is true. You, you, you you brought it, you brought in, you brought in people to talk to us about, uh, how to be an actual independent contractor. You know, what, what, how How to do your taxes. taxes. You know, I mean, dude, these are, these are beneficial, you know, tools that that we can use as professional wrestlers going out and applying our trade, even after we move on, past say you know pro wrestling revolution you know i mean uh, you know and 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 nobody else i feel was doing that well i don't think i've seen too many uh distant learning opportunities i've seen some people like say hey send me in your match i'll critique it for money or you know i've seen stuff like that and you know i you got to respect everyone's hustle but i don't uh believe it or not i mean I'm not signing up students like we were when we had the academy fully running, but we've actually signed up two or three people who've come right. who've come back because they're like, "Whoa, you still you still doing it?" And how cool! And I, you know, I, I I told you this the other night, and I'll say it again. I see myself. If you've ever seen the movie Stand Deliver, I yeah. I see myself like Jaime Escalante. You uh-huh. know what I mean? I, I I see that everyone has the opportunity to do something. I think everyone can if they really want to. I think anyone that shows up to the academy and says, this is my dream, I have the hardest time understanding why someone says, man, I was seven, this is my dream, uh, me and my grandpa did it together, or me and my dad, whatever the, the sad, you know, inspirational story they tell me on day one, I have the hardest time understanding why on day two, it's over. Mm-hmm. I, I've never understood that. How is that possible? Because everybody wants to be famous, but nobody wants to put in the work for it, and that's I that's really you. what it. It's really what it comes down to. Charisma, <laughs> um, and Gavilan. You know what? What did? 
what did the long distance learning mean to you in terms of all the stuff that we learn week to week and you know just just the benefit i mean i i see the benefit i know for a fact that the the training that we had you know over the zoom meetings that it, dude i'm gonna apply all of it when we come back and it's gonna make me that much better and i want to know how you guys feel about what we were doing and how it's gonna benefit you when we get back oh yeah um Honestly, I think that I was learning and soaking up so much without even realizing it. Because when we started to come back and get back in the ring, like the the first day that we trained, Gabe, oh yeah, I mean, Gabe helped us put together an entire spot, and a lot of what we put together was clicking for me because of what we had been doing while we were shut down because wow. things made sense while, you know, because of what we saw and what I had soaked in from that. And even since that day that we first came back, we, Papo has seen because we've trained with Papo and we, we've built on this spot and the things that we're piecing together are clicking for me now because we took the time to dissect this stuff and really pay close attention to it. It wasn't just like sitting and having psychology class in the gym and talking about this. We actually sat down in front of a screen, watched it, critiqued it, stopped, broke it down, asked questions, and it and the repetition of doing that, I think benefited me so much more than I even realized before we got back in the ring. Now that we're back in the ring and trying this stuff out and putting things together, I'm seeing it's no. clicking. It's working. And we'll we'll get we'll get to that in, in a few seconds here. But Gavilan, before before we do, I, I wanna ask you what 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 was the benefit for you? What did you take out of all the long distance learning over the Zoom meetings? I mean we had a lot of them. We had a lot of good yeah. you know uh uh topics to cover. What what did it what, what were you able to take away from it? And, and how is it going to benefit you coming back? Um, to me, it's it kind of strange because uh, now when I see any wrestling match, uh, I found myself trying to find out, oh, this is coming next. This is coming next. Watch, watch. And then when it happens, I get so fucking excited. <laughs> it's so weird. Oh, my God. Uh, but yeah, like you know, getting back in the ring and and the fact that we we built that spot, and and it all makes sense. It wasn't like, oh, and then I'm gonna power you, like we're gonna give you a power bomb, and then we're gonna flip and stuff. No, we did so much simple stuff that in the end looked so good, and it was because it all makes sense, and that's so exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we, super. We super know exciting. how and where to apply this stuff now. Well, for me, Papa, when I saw them put that spot together, and I was like, "Dude, I, uh, I I filmed it for them, and I sent it to Lady Apache, who was all our trainers for a, a good portion of, of of last year." And she says, "Oh my God, how long is how long have you guys been down?" I said, "Oh, they haven't worked in over four months. This is the first day back." And she says, I would have never known these two kids haven't been in the ring for four months. 
you know, awesome. and, and that's, that, that's a big compliment because that is it's, awesome. I, I, it's not that I'm going to sit here and toot my horn because I can only teach. I mean, I can teach anyone this as long as they listen and I, and it makes sense. It's up to them to apply it. And which is very cool to hear that it's sinking in for you guys. And it's, I, I can only hope is happening to everybody. Um, but I, I do, I do strongly feel that once we get back in, because and now before everyone starts freaking out and calling the city of San Jose and Santa Clara County, <laughs> is uh, the only reason these two are working together is because they quarantine together, and since they quarantine together and they share the same apartment, well then I am letting them train together. Um, so you know and they have other roommates, but they don't train with me, so they don't come. You know. But being that they're roommates and da da da, it works out. Nobody else, you know, has that. And we all did our our uh, our antibodies test, hoping that well, some of us were had the antibody. And, yep. I, and I was already thinking, yeah, one of us will have it, then I'll have it, and then next thing you know, we'll all be in the ring together. Nope. <laughs> no, <laughs> nobody's not at all. Hit. Not at no, all. nobody. But. Uh, you know, and some of the things I've talked to Robert um, about is let, even if tomorrow we wake up and somehow this m- miraculously fucking some mushroom or apple or something <laughs> says, Man, bite this and you're, and you're good to go, we're still going to continue the distance learning at some capacity because it's necessary. It's so yeah. necessary. Yeah. Um, I agree. To, There's to, a true benefit to, to, to dissect. And, you know, everyone around the world um, has like, you know, uh, I'm going to call her pony because I don't care who, call, uh, um, you know, <laughs> charisma. I call her pony because her feet work when she first started was so bad. She reminded, oh, she reminded me of a brand new baby pony being born and her legs being all wobbly. <laughs> <laughs> it couldn't stand. So, you know, Pony says, you know, uh, you know, uh, all the things that she tried to, um, you know, work on herself <clears throat> is the same thing that I think we all need to do overall, right? We all needed to do that. It's kind of like a mm-hmm. reset. It's unfortunate we're at that point. But a lot of cool things have come out of a really shitty situation. Yeah, that's facts. That's you know facts. what I mean. So people have found out different ways. I mean, one thing for uh, I think is going to change, and I've talked about this from day one. Um, I think the economy is going to change. Obviously, it's in a shitty hole, but well, it's going to change <laughs> in a way where working from home is going to become a normal thing. Yeah, because we've shown, and I'm one of them. We've shown that working from home. I can do the same thing and maybe even better when I'm doing it from home. Why? I don't have to deal with an hour of traffic up, an hour of traffic back. Having to rush a half-hour lunch ends up being a 10-minute drive through when you're pissed off and you can't eat. You know what I mean? You can't go to the doctor's appointment. Your life is very rough when you have a 9-to-5 and you have shit to do. But you mm-hmm. work from home. Hey, boss, don't worry. You'll have your first thing tomorrow morning. He don't care if you do it at 1 in the morning or 1 in the afternoon. As long as it gets done. As long as it gets done. Yep. So I think we're eventually going to see a scenario where traffic will be less, smog will be less. Mm-hmm. Things are going to change come hell or high water. It's going to change. Because, right. you know, I just saw reports where now crosswalks are no longer going to be you clicking a button. It's going to be you waving your hand in front of it. Sensor-based. Yeah, I've mm-hmm. heard about that as you know, well. Yeah. So we're forcing Every, this thing is forcing everyone in this world 
to reevaluate and rethink ourselves and maybe get it out of our comfort zones. I get it, man. This is shitty. And I don't have to, we don't have to beat a dead horse. This is shitty. I don't care what you think or what you say. This is killing people. We're dying. And I don't give a shit if you think it's a hoax. People are dead. Period. Yeah. Okay. Period. But it is forcing the world to reinvent themselves and get out of your comfort zone. Yeah, I mean, you're absolutely right. And for the last six months, that's been proof of that with us not being able to get back to what we, you know, all love to do. And, you know, by, by you know, I know you're not, you know, a, a person of faith, Gabe, but I am. So I'll. God, yeah, what we are you saying? Able to, well, I say that you, you are not a person of faith. Well, God damn it. And I am. So. Wait, wait, wait. Whoa, dude. You just keep putting freaking words in my mouth. How do you. <laughs> Oh, okay. Hide, okay. Well, we'll hide we'll, the and say I'm not a man of faith. I am a man. You've of faith. opened a can of worms. Now. You just don't know what I believe in. Here we go. So don't say I'm not a man of faith. I am a man of faith. <laughs> you just you, don't know what my faith is. What faith? That's I got right. You know what? I, I, on, on behalf of myself, I apologize. It's just because my God on, wears. On what, if, what if my God wears <laughs> like a, a big sumo underwear? He, he's Buddha. Does that not mean I'm a man of faith? <laughs> Okay. That'll be a good gimmick. Ah. We'll get into that a little bit later. <laughs> but li listen, listen, cabron, pinche man. The county, the, the county approved Pro Wrestling Revolution Training Academy to open his doors once again in some form of capacity. We're Dude, back, and that test they give you, it's like a freaking. It's you got uh, you got these kids will remember. I don't. I think Papa will. Do you remember taking the CTBS test when you were a kid? Yep, I remember that. Man, I, I used to just that. go C, C, B. I didn't care, right? You're like just folding yep. it out to make little <laughs> patterns, right? You little, oh, Can't go wrong with C. Not here, bro. This thing, they, they, everything they ask you, at least speaking for the city of San Jose, uh, for the Santa Clara County, is everything is what they call an honor system. And so what mm -hmm. they're saying is, you know what? We're going to just go ahead and believe everything you say. You have a cleaning station? Cool. but you, But if we catch you, if someone says, man, these guys are doing something crazy, or we drive by, and we don't see everything you said here, not only do you lose your business license, you lose um, uh, you lose looking at fines, like monetary fines, you lose your license, you can lose your building, you can get, um, I, don't want, I don't know what the right word is, but you get blackballed from ever doing it again. <laughs> wow. You know what I mean? And then I have to have these signs that are put on my window with the check mark and stuff. I thought those things were fake. No, nah, man, you look at it. It has my phone number, everything. So if someone wants to say, hey, I mean, these guys are doing something wrong, all they got to do is tell them my phone number, my email. It's all in that little window. And they'll come check it out. And if they don't see the sanitary station, they don't see all the cleaning supplies, they don't see the social distancing, they don't see only one person in the ring, all these things I had to come up and say yes. And now everyone talks about, oh, you know, let's do shows with no fans. I don't know how they do it, bro, because I'm having the hardest time buying supplies online yeah, just to keep freaking the, the, the ring and the academy clean. Speak, speaking of that, guys, I'll edit that out again. <laughs> look, Rumble, dude, look, dude. Got me line. What? Yeah. Are you a man of faith? I am. Okay. I'm, I am a man well, of faith. Well, stop praying, bro, that you get these names right and stop having to edit the show. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that, that's true, dude. That is, that is true. 
Carisma and Gavilan. Why don't you guys take us through through the details of, of us getting back? I mean, tell us tell us what you know Pro Wrestling Revolution has in place for us in terms of when you enter the building, while you're in the building, what you need to do, and then when you exit the building. Honestly, it all the now it seems so routine, but it's it's all the precautions that honestly you could possibly take to protect each other we so we first walk in the the back sliding door is wide open so the place is ventilated we're not all coming through the same uh office door uh we as soon as we enter the building we have masks on uh Come in first thing we do. Lucha dash mask. Lucha dash mask. <laughs> yes, plug that. Um, and first thing we we do we uh, go to the sanitize. How do you say it? Sanitary station, sanitizing station. Um, get that hand sanitizer. Get our temperatures taken. Uh, whoever's the trainer at the time records our temperature, so we have a log of that. And do the hand sanitizing and the ring when we get there has been sanitized by the last person. Correct. Yes. Um, and then get in, do your thing. Uh, at the end, we, we have our time slots. We're allotted a specific amount of time. And the last chunk of that time slot is dedicated to doing our cleaning, which it consists of, uh, like Lysol sanitary wipes for the ropes and spray for the turnbuckles. And we wipe down the ropes and the turnbuckles. We sweep out the ring. And then after sweeping out the ring, we uh, sanitize, use sanitizer spray all over the canvas. And, and if you're the very last person. And if you're the very last person, we have a steam vacuum. For the canvas, which is, it's huge and awkward, yeah. but it gets the darn job done, man. And also the water needs to be changed on a weekly basis, you assholes. Yeah, man. I, I had a, no, 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 no. <laughs> I, I was the last no. person on Thursday. On Saturday, on, no, no, on Saturday we came in yeah. and it was mud. And we're like, what the hell? And so Shannon is beating the freaking thing with a I freaking screwdriver. And then she's like, what the hell? She's scraping mud. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, so yeah. we got to clean that thing all weekly, guys. You know what I mean? But yes. But that goes to show you, I'm not going to say and tell you we were doing that before. We had cleaning. We cleaned the ropes stuff, but we never did it at this level. I mean, guys, I, I know you guys hear Lysol, but we actually have like high end, clear, you know, clear gear. Uh, Clear liquid, gear, that's what it's called. Clear yes. gear liquid yep. to actually clean the canvas. We put the canvas, the ropes. It's expensive. You know, we have high-end, yeah. you know, sanitizer wipes that are larger than normal so we can clean and get a longer use out of them. We have hand soap in the bathroom. We have the sanitizer. Not not, not just, uh, uh, you know, like a Germex or whatever in your hand. We actually had to buy a station that let somebody know that that is there for them to use a sanitizer station to clean their hands. And these are all the things I have to have happen. And people may think it's only because of business, whatever, but in the end we have to realize it's not necessarily about business, it's about life or death and being proper and etiquette to stay alive. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know what that I mean? Is facts. So that's the way I look at it. You know what I mean? I, I know I, I wake up on Saturday going, 
cool. Something to do. You know, I'm going to go to the academy. But then it kills me because I got to sit and watch people mm. do stuff and be like, oh, my God, I want to have a class. Yeah. You know, but you, you can't get in there and show them. Yes. How to do something. How, how to do Especially something. Uh, to when one of my kids every Saturday does a... Uh, a, a lucha <laughs> drop down into a handspring bump. It <laughs> drives me up a wall. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. That is so funny. And but for me, for, for me, and a little, uh, fuck. Here Look, we go dude. I. <laughs> <laughs> Let me this was my... your idea, too. Let me just uh, that. This is, you know what? I'm, I'm going to have to put money in a, in a, <laughs> Swear jar 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 jar. Yeah, you're like gonna have to call the kayfabe jar and start putting like Jesus. you know a, a dollar. I'm messing up. <laughs> wow. Wait till, so wait till for, everyone for, finds out that you're really uh, uh Ultimo Panda. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> that I'm really uh, that I'm Ultimo Panda yeah. <laughs> on the side. <laughs> Vinny was lying the whole time. It's me. It's me. Yeah. I actually, um, I actually anyway. got a call the other day going, bro. How could you didn't fucking tell me that Vinny was a panda? <laughs> yep, I was yep, like, you've you've yep. been in our backstage for like four years. You never put two and two together. Like when he walked around without his mask and the whole outfit with it, <laughs> with big belly and everything. <laughs> well, well, who do you think it was? You know, like you think Vinny just ran there at the show, didn't wrestle, and just hung out? <laughs> oh my god! Hey, I will I will say this. Um, you guys might not remember uh, Gavilan and Charisma, but ba back when I started, uh, one of the guys that was already there, I can't remember his name, but I, I he, we called him Boo Boo. Michael. Right? <laughs> Michael. Yeah, Mike. Yes. And, um, bro, I thought he was Panda. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> when, I, when, I first, when I first came, because I, I didn't see Vinny uh, come out. I just saw Panda, right? And I was... And then after the show, I looked at him and I was like, "This dude, okay, this dude must be Panda." It's you know? gotta be this one. You know what's funny though? Popo's wow. first show was in Santa Rosa, and yeah. Popo goes, oh, "I got it, bro. I'll draw the trailer back from Santa Rosa home." Oh, you will? Dope. So then Popo's like, "Oh, what time do we leave?" I said, "Oh, we can't leave until this, 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 and that." So it was like one thirty in the morning when I was going home. Well. And then Papa looked up and he goes, so what's left? I go, the ring, the trailer, chairs, sweep, <laughs> clean. Yep. Yep. Then take the, the ring back to the academy and yep. park the trailer there. I think he texted hey. me at 3, 4 in the morning. Oh, everything's good. Home. Oh. Everything's good. We're home. <laughs> hey, oh I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Gabe Gabe told me everything. And then he was like, you got it? I said, yeah, I got it. And he was, you know, he was he was super nice about it. But all I heard in my mind was, welcome to wrestling. <laughs> And then, and then, and then I was like, "All right, well, I guess I, I'm in. I'm in." But um, what what I was gonna say, and what I wanted to ask Gavilan and, and Charisma is, you know, we're back, right? Get getting back in the ring, you know, man. I don't know about you guys, but when I took that first high school boy, I thought, "Yes, I'm gonna do it." And I, you know, Gabe was like, "Gay, slow down, dude, because when you get back, it's gonna be much different." And I was like, "Fuck that, dude! You don't know what the fuck you're talking yeah. about." <laughs> when I got in there. And I took that high school boy. I had to. I had to sit there for uh, at least a minute or two because <laughs> I, the wind was knocked out of me. <laughs> it it hurt bad, bad. <laughs> you know, and, uh, um, what's his name? Uh, Ragnar. I was in the lobby with the ACs on. I'm sitting there and let him do his thing. <laughs> and I heard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so then I go, "Oh my God!" The last thing we need is an injury. So I run out there. I go, "You all right?" He goes, "Ah." Uh, 
What happened? High school boy. <laughs> he just laid the there. Form. He just lay there looking up. Like, didn't move, just laid there. He wasn't hurt. But he was not in a rush to get back up. Yeah. So how how did you how were you how were you guys feeling? You know, getting back in there and taking these bumps. I mean, are you getting used to it now or is it still a struggle? You know? Uh, it's gotta be hard. Gabby Landis shook his big, head like yeah. big time. You no, know, the the first maybe what two to three classes, the next day I couldn't move my back because of running the ropes. <laughs> yes. I, I had like the feeling that the that the two ropes were like cross across my back. And I was, like, the callus went away. That's crazy, right? Uh -huh. that you yeah. Ran, you guys yeah. would run those things nonstop for like two and a half hours of nonstop crazy intense training and then you come back four months later and you hit them and you have indentions all over again red oh, marks bruises yep. and, oh. Oh God. we so the 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 day after our first training back we did one round of our you know like in the big in the yeah. class you go yeah. through the round of bumps we did that just one round and honestly like i couldn't even cough the next day <laughs> She couldn't even laugh. I with... couldn't laugh. I couldn't cough. It's because you're not funny. Thanks. <laughs> I think you were thinking about me. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I did. It was rough the next day. That, you know, your your brain remembers everything, but your muscles are like, no. No, yeah. No. Not going to happen. Not yeah. happening. Yeah. And then by the second class, Gavilan was like, no, let's do two of each bump. And I'm like, yeah. you want me to take two high school boys? <laughs> no, mommy. Papo, we're in class yeah. last week, and uh, Gavilan has uh, has her doing matematicas. And so I can oh, only God. imagine the rope, the calves, the back. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. It's going to hurt. Oh, it's going to hurt bad. Papo saw we were doing a cinnamon twist on Wednesday. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Uh, and just so you oh, yeah. guys know, who's ever listening, going, what the hell are they talking about? <laughs> all these all these names that you guys hear that you might hear us talk about the Academy, these are all names that we gave these Lucha moves that do not have names. So we had Sky there, um, who's trained a, a good amount of uh, a higher, you know, uh, can I say, great people uh, with even larger names, um, who's trained us for about two years. But never named them. And so we actually had to stop and, and name them. And I remember I reached out to some other luchadors and go, hey, you know that move? I showed him a move. I go, what do you guys call that? And he goes, um, I forgot what we were calling. And he goes, oh, Statue of Liberty. I go, why do you call it Statue of Liberty? Is that the real name? He goes, no, um, there's no name for it. So we just called it that because we remembered it. And I remember I came back to class. I go, hey, guys, we're changing the name to Statue of Liberty because of this. <laughs> so we have names, guys. Like, I mean, people out there who are listening, uh, you're not going to hear Beals, Hip Tosses, Tackle Drop. No, no, no. You're going to hear, you know, uh, Latigo. Uh, uh, <laughs> cinnamon Toast Crunch. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. <laughs> I love that movie. Uh, PBC. Bodega Drags. Bodega Drags. The GGT. Fish, GGT. Fish Out of Water. Fish Up the River. You know, <laughs> and you're like, what? You know what I mean? Plan B. I mean, you're like, what the hell is this stuff? But, you know, it's, it's <laughs> we live a world of lucha, which is not going to be the average thing that you're used to. There's That's nothing true. wrong with locking up, you know, headlock, you know, tackle, drop down.
take it again, take it you, again. Know, <laughs> black, you know uh, block the hip toss reverse it you know i mean uh that's that's not who we are you know that's not who we are you know we we like we we've been myself because i was you know when they learned from skyway and lady apache i'm there with them guys um, and then when Lady Apache was living with me, trust me, I had to go, like, she'd tell me what we're doing in class that day. And she'd tell me, remember that move? Yeah. And then she'd ask me, where do you put this? And I'm like, oh, shit, I'm being tested. What the hell? And, she, and, and she'd tell me, you need to know this when I leave. You need to know this when I leave. And things seemed with Sky that he chewed me out. Like, I sent him video, and he'd go, no, cabrón. What? He goes, no, his, his arm is not in the right spot. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I go, oh. And so we've, we've all been taught a certain way. And, and Lucha, to me, is so beautiful now. When I, I know Papa, when we talked to, um, to Vinny, he discussed how Lucha, you would always thought, oh, they suck, they don't bump. But once we know Lucha, it's, when, when Lucha comes together and you put this puzzle pieces, I, and I like to call it together, it's so pretty. It yeah. is so, so, so pretty. There's absolutely it, a method to the madness. Yes. Yeah, it, it's, it's definitely, I mean, when I was coming up, you know, as a kid, I, I, I couldn't get into it because I didn't understand it. But just the training and understanding, you know, the movements and, and, and the psychology that comes behind it, you know, it, it's definitely a beautiful art. And I'm, I'm very thankful that, you know, we all get a chance to be a part of it. Well, guys. I, I got a couple more questions. We've been at this for, I thought this was going to be like a 30 minute segment, but it ended up being like over an hour. It's just a lot of content that we went through. And I, I definitely think it's relevant to, you know, those that listen, because I know a lot of our listeners are aspiring to be wrestlers and, and aspiring to, to, to get, you know, into the business. So, uh, charisma, I want to ask you, you know, you, you're, 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 um, I guess path started at pro wrestling revolution training Academy. Mm -hmm. You didn't debut as a professional wrestler. First, you debuted <laughs> as a ring announcer for pro wrestling revolution. Yeah. And then you transitioned to being a professional wrestler. So when you come back and we're able to do, what we do she's what, back. To, what she's back. She's back to ring announcer. Just she's back to <laughs> ring announcer. That's right. What, what are your, what are your, what are your aspirations? I mean, I've, I've never, I think I've asked you this before, but I don't think I've ever really like digested. So I just want to ask, you know, what, what is, what is your goal? Um, whether it be a small, you know, first things, first goal or an ultimate goal, what, what are your aspirations when you come back? Because I'll, I'll say for me, I'm, my MO right now is you don't know what you got until it's gone. Amen. And <laughs> if I get this back, and I know I will, there's going to be a lot of different things that I'm going to do that are going to make sure that I get what I want out of this business before I have to hang it up. Mm. So, for you, I'll start with you, Charisma. What 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 do you, what are your <laughs> what what are your goals here? You know, I like I said, even up until we shut down, the the mental aspect of wrestling has been the hardest hurdle for me and, and it continues to be and I think that using this time to get myself in like a good place mentally and now coming back I feel like I'm ready to take on more um, I feel like I want to push myself out of my comfort zone push myself to 
try those things that I was too scared to try out before we got shut down and, and, and go for it. You know, the, we, this is not a, a business to be scared. <laughs> oh no. And, and, and you kind of just got to jump in with both feet. If you go into something scared, bad things can happen. If you go in, in a bad mental place, bad things can happen. So I am ready to, prove to myself that I am capable of more than what I showed myself I was capable of before the shutdown. a girl. Um, wow, that's that's beautiful. And, and I, I like that. I want to roll with the guys. You know, I, I want to show that I can <laughs> that I can roll around. Wait. Okay. <laughs> Wait. Wait. That I think you, I think right. yeah, I didn't come out. I think you, I think you pissed Gavilan off. If, if, if listeners, if you don't know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let the cat out the bag. Charisma and Gavilan are, are actually husband and wife, and I think he got a little bit jealous because she wants to roll around with the guys. My bad. Um, I just didn't come out right. It, it just, you know, uh, yeah. It sounded right to me. I'm like, it sounded right to me yeah, too. Okay. <laughs> well, of course it was. Uh, Gavilan, same, same question, man. You know, you're, you're hey, you want to back. roll around with the guys too? Oh, that's awesome. Well, I mean, honestly, my Okay, hold on. It's like the seventeenth time you both answered the same time with the same word. Honestly, well, no, sorry. lie to us, asshole. Okay. Don't tell us the truth. <laughs> lie. Well, lie to you. <laughs> no, I mean it was or as I saw it before um the shutdown happened, uh I was going to have a really uh, good opportunity to, you know, showcase what I have learned in oh, the upcoming match. show. Yeah, um, you can say it. I had uh, Gavilan, and I the way I book, guys, is you know, I book what the show needs. I book what the fans want to see, but I also take care of my own. And one of the things um, I was doing was I – I tell my students, man, if you push and you show me that, you know, you're working hard, you don't miss class, you know, gear, body, mental of not missing class, but when you're at class, being part of class, I'll take care of you. And I literally remember telling uh, Gavilan, hey, you know what, bro, I'm going to give you a match you're dying to have, and uh, you're going to work um, in this match, and Jungle Boy will be a part of it. Yeah. And Amber, you were like, oh, my God. And and I, I thought the Jungle Boy, and he goes, oh, absolutely, man. You know, I'm part of the academy still, blah, blah, blah. He's like, I would love to have it, right? And I know that sat for you because, you know, the show that that was going to take place at was where we had Ultimo Guerrero, Great yep. Sasuke, Lady Apache, uh, Sexy Star. Uh, we had Kikutaro. I mean, uh list goes on and on and on it was gonna be a huge show and we were all you know like we always do you look forward to that next big show and i'm sure for you which probably would have been one of probably your first uh i don't want to say high profile but i mean you're working with jungle boy who had just started in AEW. it was a good opportunity for you to test yourself right yeah and i mean charisma can tell you the day that the show was supposed to be (laughs) I was so sad. Uh, I was like, you know what date is, right? And she's like, uh, <laughs> Saturday. Saturday? <laughs> yeah. Oh, we're supposed to have a show today. My match was today. <laughs> it, it was so sad for me. But 
you know, at this point, I'm looking forward to to come back and start getting that momentum rolling again. And you know, my ultimate goal is to actually. But you can't even go there. Yeah. Well, yet. Oh, that explains the marriage. Oh my yep. God. No, not <laughs> here we go. Here we go. I I you well, you you guys came on my show, man. You better expect <laughs> that. Yep. You know, that's I mean? true. I know, but, uh, you know, you know. Honestly, though, see, the, the thing is, uh, what Papo and, and this is the thing I always talk to you guys about is you guys are your home is revolution, right? So your home being revolution, you're going to have those opportunities. You're going to have the opportunities to work in Mexico. Why? Because guess what? I help. With Dragomania, so I can get you on there. Hey, you want to work in Japan? Guess what? We're going to be doing uh, Lucha Fiesta next year in Japan. So we can go to Japan. You guys uh, are very, I don't want to say lucky, because you guys have been with me for a very long time. And I tell this to my core all the time. You guys always ask me, who's your best class ever? This one. Mm. Yeah. This one, because, um, you know, there's a lot of people in this class that, you know, that I think we're missing. You know, I still forever will miss Arcadi. I will forever mm -hmm. miss Chibi. Um, <gasps> those are the and and, uh, and Mason. Yes, you know. Oh yes, I believe if we had those three and there was no shutdown, oh man, I kept telling you guys we're gonna we we would have such a homegrown roster that we would be at such such a level, you know. But shit happens, you know. what I mean, shit happens, you know. But. You guys are part of something that I, as a promoter, as a school owner, and so on, I gotta take care of you because if I'm if you're working for me and you guys are busting your ass, and then we, we always rib uh, our high profile uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling referee Alex Tang, <laughs> we all we always rib him because he big times us. But what would happen if New Japan or anyone says, "Hey, man, I need a ref," and I go find a ref, you know, three states down to do a spot? Instead of taking care of my own, yeah. you know, and so I will always take care of the ones who take care of me and not because that means anything negative or anything dirty. It just means that if you work hard for me, I'm going to work hard for you. And that's something the Academy has always been. I don't think I've ever shut the door on anyone. I, if anything, I've always gone out of my way to make sure everyone gets an opportunity. Mm -hmm. If they ask a booking for one wrestler, I try to send three more, you know what I mean? Uh, you know, we got uh, Kukui and uh, Viento who got got to work for Defy. I remember guys asking me, well, how the hell did they get on Defy? I asked Matt, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, he never responds to my email. Well, he responded to mine, so, you know, he's on there. You know what I mean? And we did Washington, and, and we've done – I mean, he, you got uh, – uh, whatever her name was as a ring announcer, but you know, here we got charisma. She was a ring announcer, but she was ring announcing in Arkansas and Texas. Yeah. She was already on the road before she was even wrestling. Yep. And I remember we were walking up to the building. It was an iHeart building. It's a huge iHeart radio station in Arkansas. And I asked her, I go, did you ever think you'd see yourself walking in with a gimmick bag and, and all the wrestlers walking in, and she's like, no, no. I never thought in a million years I'd be doing this. Mm -mm. You know, and here we are. Then we took a tour bus. I mean, I've taken care of a lot of people, you know, to do a lot of cool things. But I've never given someone something they didn't earn. So I, I'm just happy that, you know, everyone's still here. You guys haven't, you know, took off during the worst time that we can possibly think of. And yeah. I'm very happy that you guys have trusted me even when – Trusted me, even when it wasn't COVID, because a lot of times, you know, I'm not gonna lie, 
We all want to quit wrestling. We all go in our minds oh. and go, fuck this. <laughs> uh, I'm done. The f- uh, frick. Nope, I'm done. Fuck this. Sh- I'm leaving. And then you go, nah, 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 nah. But now, more than ever, you don't have ring time, and we're watching footage. And I know sometimes, you know, when you bump in the ring, that's where your frustration comes out. Let me take this one big high school boy. Ah! Mm-hmm. Yeah. You let it out. Or Papa comes in and just gives you a big clothesline, and he feels better or whatever. <laughs> but I do. What, I are do. You, what are you going <laughs> to do when you're watching footage? You're going to scream at the monitor? You know what I mean? So I think uh, as a group, you know, we've we've stuck together. We've done a good job together, and I always appreciate the trust. And even even during you know these crazy times, um, I still have some potential bookings coming our way. You know, what I mean that eventually may happen. Um, I, I'll say it. I don't have a problem. What? The A's just tied the game up seven seven. Are yes. you serious? Yeah, yes. buddy. I blame so this. I blame this on Popo. <laughs> Viva los Atleticos. I'm about to hang up on you guys. Oh, you, you're an Ace fan too, huh, Charisma? Son. Yep. She has been making me watch baseball. That's for a the good last wife. That's three a good wife. That's, that's a good, yeah. That's and a good sure. wife. Unfortunately, it's an A's fan, but good wife for watching baseball. <laughs> and no, you know but, what? Um, they haven't lost a game that we've watched yet. Uh, wait, that's you know true. I actually say that too when I was in high school. That shit wears off eventually. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, we're getting ready to wrap it up. But before uh, we do that, I wanted to ask Gabe a question because it's related to what we're talking about. I've never asked you this question. And the question is, Uh-oh. dude, what Uh-oh. what made you start Pro Wrestling Revolution Training Academy? I know and you told the story. You told the story many times. Bro, you of... asked me that on episode one. No, with, with, no, with... I asked you. Uh, you you told me the story of how you left APW and formed Pro Wrestling Revolution. Uh-huh. But I've never really asked you what possessed you to even say, you know what, we need an academy. We need, you know, we need to, we need some uh, a school. You know. Um. Well, so you want me to answer why Revolution or why the why the academy? No, the academy. We we know why the Revolution. Well, it goes hand in hand because when I first started Revolution. You know, I, I, I told everyone and myself that it would be Lucha-based, you know, and I started seeing that, wait a minute, just because I have some guys in masks, that is not Lucha, you know what I mean? I need to educate myself to Lucha. So Vaquero Fantasma, um, bless his soul, man, he was patient with me, and I had to literally, the same way Roland made me watch class for, for umpteen years, um, to understand, you know, uh, what the bumps were, what the correct bumps were, how did, what a good lockup was supposed to look like. Just details that he was just, you know, for. I'd watch Modest's class. I'd watch everyone's class. I had to do the same thing with Vaquero because I asked him. I said, I, you know, I got to watch this. And I got to learn it. And being that I had to store the ring somewhere because I had to store the ring at a public storage and it was costing me, not too much more that it would cost me just to rent a little spot and the ring would fit 19 by 19 and the ring was 18 by 18. <laughs> so you couldn't oh, run cool. the ropes no way except towards the big door. So if it scooted, it would go towards the big door. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so we we had we had that and, you know, uh, Lil and... Uh, and uh, Gangrel would come down, and Gangrel would uh, work um, with one of his students, and 
he would teach you know them their stuff and I would watch from him. But then Vaquero would come in and he'd work with whoever's in there and I would learn Lucha for him so I could understand. And I knew that I want to create what we have now is a hybrid that I know I didn't invent by far didn't invent, but I wanted to create it here and have a foundation for ourselves. And so we started, you know, in Santa Clara by Dela Cruz uh, in a building, you know, um, that I thought, oh, I'm never going to leave. The the rent's great and so on. Well, it turned out the lady who, you know, who was running it was like, you know, a crook. And somehow she ended up having to move out and kicked everybody out. But then she offered us to go into a new spot. And it looked cool at first. And then we get there. And by the time we set up, it turned into like a chop shop. So I'm like, oh, my God, we're like in this ghetto. We got to get out of there, which, interestingly enough, I'll show you guys one day, is not that far from the academy now. And then from there, we moved to downtown to another chop shop. And But in the entire time we were doing that, it was nonstop learning Lucha and trying to create our own stars. I, I, I really believe the same way uh, I had learned in the past about creating your own homegrown talent if done correctly, is be- very beneficiary, very beneficiary to the to the company, to who you are, to the you know, to your promotion, to everything. Um, and then it just wasn't happening. You know, the only person that I ever really got to do stuff with that ever came out of the academy, I'd say, would be El Mariachi. You know, he uh, he debuted, and then we had. I'm trying to think who else debuted. Debuted, you know, but you know, uh, we had a couple. You know. Uh, couple here and there that would do stuff but never 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 enough to say we had lucha because even el mariachi wasn't lucha even though his name screams lucha the guy <laughs> never did lucha no matter what the hell you ask no matter you know he had his own you know itinerary in mind but you know he spoke very good on the mic he did a good promo so we're doing that but i never strayed away from wanting to build our own stars because that's how everyone does it. That's how the territories always did it. You know, they always made their own stars in those situations, and then they blossomed to doing bigger things. I I got to see it firsthand um, when I was with APW when you know I first walked in, and you know there was people like Michael Modest, and there was Robert Thompson, there was uh, our uh, Leprechaun Aaron O'Grady, you know there was Vic Grimes, there was Tony Jones, um, there was Bison Smith. And uh, Max Justice, um, God, the list goes on and on. But these people eventually started doing stuff. You know, you had Modest who who went to Noah. You know, had tryouts with USWA. For those who don't know, that's Jerry Lawler's promotion and WCW. And you know, you had Bison and No. I mean, we just saw people develop. You know, Leprechaun Aaron O'Grady became Crash Holly. You know, I mean, just all these things. You know. Uh, Vic Grimes became, you know, the one of the Baldies in ECW and, and then XPW fame. All this stuff happened from people just starting out and developing in homegrown talent. And that's what I've always wanted to do. And I think we're at a point now, um, I will never compare what we have now to that long list of names. But I think uh, we're in a different situation where we are creating lucha talent that you guys were slowly starting to get a taste of outside bookings in lucha. Some of you were going to LA now. Some of you had gone to Defy. You know, some were starting to go, you know, go work in other places. We were starting to get you guys booked and get you more busy because, I mean, all bullshit aside, guys, we had 43 shows a year. I mean, that's yep. 
that's more than sufficient being busy. But I wanted you guys to work harder and get out there. I mean, guys, we were at a point where we had training. We had trainers. We had, we've had we had trainers from, obviously, Lady Apache, Sky Day, Super Crazy, Juventud Guerrera. Um, we've had tons of people come in to teach you Lucha. Mm-hmm. And you guys have taken it. And sometimes it's just, you know, it just not only it's me. But without you guys, there'd be no me. And, you know, and you guys can say the same because without me, there'd be no you. I don't know that. Mm-hmm. But, I know, but I don't know that if I didn't have students that, you know, believed in what they were doing and trusted m- myself and, and Shannon, I, I don't think we'd be in this situation because, you know, we've we've come a long way. You know, I know we play a game sometimes when we take road trips of how many people have dropped out. You know what yes. I mean? <laughs> which, has, yeah. which, which lasted over a, a, a drive from Oroville to San Jose, just putting it out there. It lasted that long. You know, <laughs> it was a lot of names that day. A lot yep. of names yeah. that day, right? You know what I mean? But we've come a long way, you know, and, uh, you know, Popo now, you know, gets his own call-ups to go do WWE, you know, and and he does it on his own, and he's been trained, and I trained him, and I live vicariously through him going, dude, how awesome is that? You know what I mean? Uh, you know, uh, I, I've helped uh, Ultimo Panda go to – go to Japan and we do Mexico. So all that started somewhere, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Uh, when Jungle Boy came to me, you know, he wasn't really, you know, you know, considering doing anything more. He even told you how we changed his outlook to, to what wrestling was. So for me, the fact that you guys will soon feel it well when, when, when I quit this business and I'm longer able to do it, eventually someone who's there now with us will pick up the ball where I leave, leave off and continue it. You know what I mean? So, and you guys will get that same feeling when you teach someone and you watch that light bulb go off. That feeling is a beautiful, beautiful feeling. Yeah. Well, guys, that's that's all the time we got, man. Before we go, though, I like to uh, thank uh, Gavilan and Charisma for coming on. I definitely felt like this was a relevant topic, and 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 the whole training aspect. I'm just. And, and, and the pandemic, it's, it's definitely something that needed to be discussed. Before we go, guys, though, I want you to uh, go ahead and shout out. Get yourselves over. Shout out your uh, your social media so that people can follow you on, uh, you know, social media. Uh, I'm on Instagram and Facebook uh, at Charisma PWR. That's Charisma with a K. And I'm at. And Instagram and Facebook as Gabby Lamb PWR. And yeah, that's about it. Wow, you suck at promos. Yeah, you guys you guys suck. Give them a follow. There's definitely definitely a lot of good content on there and when we get back there's gonna be much more. So definitely give them a shout and give them a follow. You wanna promo Gabriel we do Rem- have masks on Lucha Dash Masks <laughs> That, hey, you know, that's what I'm saying. No, yeah, that they, you guys do have face covers on, on lucha-mask.com. And, and Charisma, you're actually the voice of the lucha-mask commercials that play on our podcast. and Stay our safe with lucha-masks. You know? lucha-mask.com. That, that's right. Stay Gabe? safe with lucha-masks. Yes, sir. <laughs> Your social medias, please. Absolutely. At PW Revolution across the board, you know, all, all that great stuff from Twitter, Instagram, um, Facebook. And then you could also, uh, 
use those platforms to keep track of this fast-paced world of lucha-mass.com. I don't want to go too deep into it because I don't want to say I'm drained, but I've been going in nonstop, um, which this weekend we'll, we have already been featured, you know, as of Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, we'll be featured with uh, NASCAR. You know, and Daniel Suarez is going to be wearing a blue demon mask that you can find at our website, lucha-mask.com, M-A-S-K-S.com. And we're being pushed on uh, NASCAR Latino, Fox Sports Latino. I mean, uh, you can name it. We have tons of videos, uh, you know, showcasing everything that's going on with NASCAR. And it is incredible. The stuff that we're doing, how fast this has developed from a small thought into a full-fledged company. Uh, we've we've done so much and so much more to come. And then this Sunday, NASCAR will be uh, having Daytona, a special uh, occasion on a uh, special um, track being used, not normal at Daytona. And Daniel Suarez is the first Mexicano who's going to be in it and driving for it and also be wearing his blue demon mask while he drives throughout his races in interviews and so on. He's done tons of stuff, social media wise. He's gone out of his way to help us out and grow this company because he wants to give back to the Latino community. And that's absolutely, absolutely awesome. Followed, you know, Daniel Suarez on Instagram and Twitter. Um, let them know that we sent you. And, you know, it's just a great feeling. So if you guys want to uh, maintain, keep staying safe, and you don't want to wear those little flimsy blue masks, and you're a huge <laughs> wrestling fan, both Lucha Libre, Japonesa, or American, you know, yep. we have all kinds of masks. You know, um, everyone on this podcast except Popo has a mask on there. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that sounds so I'm, I, in true In true heel fashion, no one deserves to wear okay. my likeness on their body. Right, so, right, right. right. Yeah. You know, so make sure you guys go out there, support, you know, uh, support a small business, support us. If you don't like us, that's okay. But still tell your friends, tell your enemies, buy a mask, buy it for somebody else, support independent wrestling. And now it's the most important time ever to not only support independent wrestling, but to support small businesses. So we appreciate all your feedback, all your help. And thank you so much for this platform to let us do that for you. Yes, that is awesome, man. That is awesome. You know, everybody go to lucha-mask.com and sell out that Blue Demon Jr. face cover in celebration of the big NASCAR announcement. And, also buy a Gabby Longwood. Know, <laughs> also buy a Gabby Longwood and a Charisma one. Just while you're but no, 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 no Popo. There, there's no Popo on there. You know what? Uh, error, error 404. You know, error we, 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 we put up 10 masks and it took like three months to sell them, bro. So, because everybody hates me, I like it. I, I was, I'm, it means I'm doing my job. Well, guys, that's all we got time for. So, I thank you guys, uh, Charisma and Gavilan, for coming on. Thank you. Congratulate, congratulations on your recent marriage. I hope you have a long and prosperous uh, life together. Seven months. Yeah. <laughs> right and one That's day and well, bro. it's a covid <laughs> wedding so when COVID comes back and gone, they'll be divorced. Oh, that's messed up. Hey, 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 uh, hey. Just right, because I On... say and you guys think it is a big, big difference. That's true. That is, that is true. But we well, love guys, you, behalf... you wishes. Thank you very much. Yes, well, guys, on behalf of the podcast, yeah, yeah, I am your master of ceremonies, the King Fat Boy Papa Wesco. We are out. And just like that, mi gente, that is all she wrote. Great discussion, great sit down, a lot of fun, lighthearted, relevant to the time, and a different perspective. I mean, come on. 
you, we can we can bring on a lot of high profile, recognizable name talent. They can talk about how they got started, you know, trials and tribulations leading up to where they're at now, how they became successful, and all that stuff. It's not every day you get to sit down with two kids just getting started out, doing all the training that they need to in order to have a chance to debut debut start getting their feet wet in the world of professional wrestling and a pandemic shuts them down it was interesting i enjoyed it i really hope you guys did too well that's all the time we got i'd like to thank you for listening and i know you've been listening from somewhere so hit us up on social media let us know what podcast platform you've been using to listen to every single episode of straight out of the bodega you know the drill was it Apple Podcasts? Was it iTunes, Spreaker? Was it Spotify Podcast? Was it iHeartRadio? Let us know. Talk to us. We talk back. Also, let us know how we've been doing. Listen, I'd like to think Straight Out of the Bodega is a great podcast. But I'm not going to know if you don't tell us because honestly, I don't do this for myself. I do it for you. So you got to let us know exactly how we're doing. Are we doing well? Are we not doing well? Where can we improve? Who would you like to see, or hear rather, on a future episode? Come on, man, talk to us. I talk back. We, we, I say that a lot, but it's the truth. You know, we talk back. You say hi, we gonna say hi. You know, so check us out on social media and let us know. Speaking of social media, let's go with it. Instagram, straight out of the bodega. Facebook, straight out of the bodega. Twitter, at str 8 O-U-T-D-A-B-O-D-E-G-A Straight out the bodega Give us a follow Check us out I know you find something that you like Also check me out on social media That's Papa Wesco on Instagram Papa Wesco on Facebook Papa Wesco on Snapchat Papa underscore Esco on Twitter Give me a follow Talk to me, I talk back I need to make a shirt I need to trademark that phrase or something Because I use it a lot Anyway, on behalf of the podcast, I am your master of ceremonies, the King Fat Boy Papa Wesco. We'd like to thank y'all for listening once again, and we'll see y'all next week. We are out. Lucha-masks.com, in partnership with Mass Republic, give you personal protective masks to keep you Lucha strong in the fight versus COVID-19. With world-class luchadors Blue Demon Jr., the Lucha Brothers, L.A. Park, Ultimo Dragon, Kane Velasquez, Conan, and so much more. Head to lucha-masks.com and you too can become a masked warrior. Lucha-masks.com, powered by Pro Wrestling Revolution.